Alright, here we are once again. It is another beautiful day in sunny Los Angeles, and no better way to start this day than another episode of the world-renowned podcast hosted by yours truly, Eva Longoria. Today is a special episode because the boys are back for another round on the show. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, the sketch group known as Fresh of Breath Air have joined forces for a second time on the program as we do what we do best, goof around and discuss utter nonsense. But for today, we didn't do a traditional episode. Instead, we took a deep dive into the films that raised us, and that is the films of the early 2000s. The golden years, as some would say, but also not really. Anyways, it was real fun to go down memory lane, so I hope you guys enjoy the nostalgia as much as I did. And now, while I have you here, I would just like to mention once again, if anyone out there is enjoying the program, please subscribe to the podcast or take a minute to leave a rating and review. That really helps out the show tremendously. But like I've always said, as long as you're here and you're tuning in, that's all that matters to me. Very well then, that's all I've got to say for now, but it's time to buckle in, kids, because here is episode 29 of Conversations from a Room. Welcome to another episode of Fresh of Breath Air, brought to you by Progressive. Okay, how's this sound to you guys? That's actually not bad, that's That's okay. So... Is it is it better if I just stay back here? You know what it is? Yeah, it's I think it's the bass in your voice. I think just calm down when you talk. Okay. So is this better if I just <laughs> speak like the this? Fuck off. That's actually perfect. If you have us if you're the soft spoken one for the rest of this, uh, uh it should be fine. It's just it, it gets a little grainy when I think when you get excited. So just yeah, just chill out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Does that sound better? It does sound good, actually. That does sound better. Yeah, that it sound sounds better. great. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. All right, Chris, you wanna you wanna you wanna pop this off? You know, usually I have like a traditional theme, but I thought it would be fun. Did we do one where I was like, oh, let's talk about all the films from the 2000s? Did we talk about that? I don't remember what happened. <laughs> well, I wanted to do an episode about the films that we grew up on, like the films on 2000s. Oh, you want to do specifically the, the year 2000? I just wanted to do the year 2000. Okay, okay let's Specifically do the year 2000. Okay, okay. so... I think Galaxy Quest was... Uh, <gasps> Is that 2000? That might have been 2000. And if it was, that might have been my favorite movie that I watched. Well, I'm going to say a couple here, and then you guys stop me when one hits you. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boiler Room. Oh, with Vincent Dizel? <laughs> yeah, have you, I've never seen it. <laughs> Vincent Dizel with hair. Uh, here's a good one. Requiem. Requiem. Requiem for a dream. Requiem for a dream. In the year 2000. Yeah. Interesting. So I was 10 years old. I remember watching that in second grade and thinking, damn, ass to ass, that's dark <laughs> yeah. being a 10 year old going ass to ass <laughs> dude yeah that scene it was dark and not not fun to watch that whole film like i i keep going back to it thinking like it's supposed to be a good film right like no it's kind of scarring it's not really fun to watch it messes you up in the end i can't think of like when i'll need to watch it again uh what about the perfect storm um oh, yes george clooney great movie i was actually born during the real perfect perfect storm, storm? About based on a real the, based the, on a real thing yeah the storm uh that the film is based on it was a real storm wow that i was born i did not see that coming george clooney like just going down with the ship yeah yeah i did not see that coming 
that was the first time I have ever heard the term or or was realized of the term the captain always goes down with the ship. When I heard that, I was like, no, get mm-hmm. out of there. What is the principle of that? <laughs> what are you doing? That's a good point. In like the Titanic, you know, he does the same thing. Yeah, and it's like, that's right. But it's such a big boat, dude. Like you didn't build yeah, it. Dude. Like, get yeah. out of No one's going to know. There was a Japanese, there was a Japanese guy who was on the actual Titanic who survived and then lived in hiding because the shame of not having died on the ship, like going down with the ship, uh, was like culturally too much. For Japanese culture? That is so he like straight up lived in like self, yeah, self-exile for decades uh, because of the shame of having survived the Titanic. Like no celebration, no celebration that you made it out. Mm-mm, Jeez. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Wow. That's so that's what it is. It's the shame of not going through with it. Yeah, it's that classic, you know, toxic masculinity, baby. Yeah, yeah. So, so here, here's two back to back. Dude, where's my car? Amazing. And Shanghai Noon. Shanghai oh, Noon. Shanghai wow. Noon. Was that the prequel or the sequel to Shanghai Nights? Which one came? Shanghai Nights came second. second. Okay. Shanghai Nights is low key one of the most woke Asian male movies. <laughs> is really? it? Because it's all of, like the whole movie is about Jackie Chen being pissed off that Owen Wilson gets all the credit for everything. Mm. It's like, I watched it like maybe a year ago and was like, oh shit, <laughs> like this is, a, they fucking nailed it. I like to think that Owen Wilson was in that movie and then Jackie Chan was making all the references that he was getting everything and Owen Wilson's like, I, I don't get the script, y'all. Like, I, <laughs> I don't understand. What does he mean? Wow, Jackie, wow, I didn't know. Wow, wow, Jackie, that's a, that's a great idea, Jackie. You go do that. I'm going to go get this girl and ask her if she wants to get a drink. All right, yeah, go. like literally. it's Watch it again in 2021. It's very interesting. Um. Oh, yeah, Dinosaur. Did you guys remember Dinosaur? I, I do remember Dinosaur. Yeah, that one was great. I remember, it, I remember Dinosaur as the death of Disney. I was like, this is garbage. Yes. What is so what? I, I remember really enjoying it. They made a ride about it. Dinosaur, the ride is great because they just ripped it off of indiana jones like the structure oh i don't remember which is great which is great i'm glad they did that the dinosaur movie i remember watching with my mom and my dad was like i don't want to watch this i'm gonna go watch vertical limit instead (laughs) (laughs) that was a good movie and then i remember coming out of dinosaur being like I wish I had seen Vertical Limit. As a Vertical kid, Limit like, was cool. That yeah, looks like that, cool. that. Didn't they just remake like a, a Mount Everest film like a year ago? That looks just like yeah, that. Yeah. What do you think of those? Like, there's there's this other movie where I watched. Uh, is it like Deep Blue Hole or something like that? Where it's like a scuba diving. Oh no no no, Julio, that's and, <laughs> that is not. Yeah, a that's, that's a different. That's something a different that one. I that's something I sent you the other day. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, no no no, but no, I like. The Abyss. No, I, I watch these like survival movies, and obviously as an actor, like yeah, I'm game. I'll, I'll play. But like as as a watcher, I'm like, no, I don't want to see these guys slowly die one by one <laughs> in the elements. Yeah, I don't know which is worse because like Vertical Limit, Vertical Limit is the one that like for climbers, mountain climbers, it's like the the shittiest depiction, the least accurate Hollywood depiction of climbing. And yet, like, I would much rather watch this than Everest because Everest is like a dramatic retelling of a bunch of real people dying. Right. It's like, I'd rather, I'd much rather watch <laughs> nitroglycerin blowing up. Because <laughs> the, re- the reality of most of those deaths, like with Everest, it was just like they get altitude sickness and then yeah, they just and then stop they, moving. They sit there, they sit there and, and go. freeze, yeah. yeah go. So in like the Josh Brolin Everest, I watched and I thought it was good, but yeah, like the dramatic scene is just like, 
I'm having a hard time breathing and I'm just going to stop here. I'd rather watch yeah. I Should Be Dead on like History Channel or Discovery Channel because you know yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. they're already, they're still alive because they're telling their story. That's more interesting because you get to hear their trajectory from when it <laughs> what happened. What is the actual to name of that show? What is the actual I, I think it's called I Should Be Dead. <laughs> no, it's funny because I know it's not, but like, you're right. It's, it's it literally, it's as clumsy as like, I should not be alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I honestly thought that was the show. It's either that or like, uh, I, like World I Survivors. Or I shouldn't be alive. I shouldn't be alive. See, I was right. Uh, I did. I did. I don't see it here, but I want to go back to my first boob in a movie ever was Road Trip. There it is. Road Trip. That's mm. hilarious. That was my first like rated R film. I remember watching that and being like, holy moly, my life has changed forever. I yeah. picked up the word boinking. From that movie was american pie before or after road trip before i think i think it was 98 or 99 before so that was my first boob oh barely before. american pie barely. american pie barely before one year before what year was titanic titanic might have been my first boob verge is this is this battle royale movie the one that you have told me about before yeah it's the original hunger games i want to see that oh battle royale i just thought that was like a term it is it is now but it is so like you know how all games. the battle royale games that are popular right now fortnite this is where the concept came from yeah where it's like hmm. where it's a class of 40 ninth graders that have to kill each other till the last man standing I re- oh my I really god want is this an american film or a japanese, japanese film japanese. and then hunger games completely stole. like took stole it <laughs> to the point where it was like legit like news articles of like you know, whoever wrote it, I forgot her name. Yeah, so but what it. hasn't been, what has it been taken from something else? I mean, con- what's, what's Japanese, one original? Yeah. Virgil, let's go over to 2001. 2001 movies. Out Cold was probably one of my favorite movies when I was a young little dumb kid. Oh, that's right. That's uh, Zach Galifianakis. Oh, Out Cold is great. Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, yeah, Galifianakis. Yeah. They essentially remade Casablanca in a... <laughs> <laughs> in... Oh my God. They grabbed the story of Casablanca. That's funny. I've never and thought they of that. It... Don't play that song, Islands of the Sun. No fucking way. You're absolutely right. Whoa. And then she flies away with the pilot. And then he's like, you need to go Whoa. on, you need to get on that plane. Oh, I learned something yeah, today. It's, ca- it's Casablanca. It has an 8% <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> well, we're probably missing, we're probably missing the biggest film of 2001, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Didn't watch it for years. I, I boycotted Harry Potter well into my 20s. Just because really? it was so popular? I, I didn't like, I read like the first chapter of the first book and I was like, fuck this. And then it became a thing and I was like, really? Wizards, fuck you all. And now I watch them every Christmas. It's like spoken a like a true jealous muggle. Yeah. Yeah, you squib ass bitch. All right, here, open this up. What else do we got here? Valentine. You guys ever watch that one? No, what is that? David Boreanis. This was what started my like, oh, horror movies can be shitty but fun. That that was 13 Ghosts for me. Oh, 13 Ghosts. So good. What top top first five boobs that I've seen? 13 Ghosts. 13, 13 Ghosts. ghosts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ghost ghost boob. Ghost boob. The hot 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 girl ghost boob. Yeah. Yeah. Slashy slashy ghost boob. Girl. Slashy face ghost boob. <laughs> <laughs> Not another teen movie was definitely one of the OG. Jamie's got a gun. Oh no, Jamie's <laughs> got a gun. Jamie's got a gun. <laughs> 
Oh, that's Chris Evans. That's right. Yeah, he was so good Chris in that. Evans. My favorite part of that film is where he he's so like, good looking. Yeah, I know. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of, he, uh, he's such a douchebag in that film. I love when he sees himself. It's a photo <laughs> of himself looking at himself in the school. <laughs> they kind of nail like it, I can't. You know, it's like a dumb parody, but they also kind of like really nail it. This was in the time where parodies were good films. Like Scary Movie, I think, yeah. came out the year before. I think I saw that yeah. for 2000. And parodies were like good films, you know? They were they were high-quality films. Well, what year do you think that it got, that they beat the dead horse to the pulp with uh, parody movies? The last good one, Scary Movie 3. Scary Movie 3. That's the moment it died, I think. Is that the one that the theme was Signs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that was Signs good. and Eight Mile. Yeah, the yeah. Ring. That one yeah. was good. Early Kevin Hart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, if you do it good, it, it you can pull it off. But it's just, it's the same thing with what Max said about how many times can they do it until it's just like, it's overexposure. You know what I mean? So, like, after Scary Movie 3 came out, Scary Movie 4 and Date Movie came out. Mm. And then Date Movie started Disaster Movie. An epic, epic movie. movie. Yeah. And Scary Movie 4 was so funny. One of the Waynes brothers tried to bring it back by doing like... Oh, yeah. Oh, the Paranormal Activity. Paranormal yeah, yeah. I never saw those, yeah. but those were probably funny yeah. because I like the Waynes brothers. They're they're still funny, though. Like, by the way, who always... Osmosis Jones. I was going to say, who always forgets that Bill Murray is, in, is the, the body in Osmosis Jones? That's funny because the first thing I think about is Bill Murray popping a zit. I always forget that he's in it. I, I think of hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> I just think of I always just think of Chris Rock because he's like the main person, right? Mm-hmm. But I always forget uh, that the body that they're inside of is Bill Murray. I remember how cool that villain was, right? Like, he was smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was. Wait, cool. It was. It was. It was Chris Rock. Yeah. Why? Who did you think? Of? You thought it was Will Smith? I think I thought it was Will. <laughs> You're Smith, thinking yeah. of uh, the fish movie. <laughs> thank you for guiding me along my thought process or they do car wash at the end yeah yeah only at the car wash who, car wash. who uh, oh, actually play the right. yeah play the trailer of osmosis jones let's watch that shit thrax that's why it was fucking lawrence fishburne thrax. that's why it was so lawrence fishburne no fucking way that's so funny he would play it uh, yeah yeah put that one oh. uh, osmosis versus thrax oh this okay. was the the warning we got for COVID. where's osmosis jones yeah Definitely Chris Rock. I think this movie gave me a false understanding of the word osmosis. <laughs> I had to like work extra hard. Oh, look at that CGI. Oh. Holy moly. Oh, right. I remember the daughter. Oh, she's infected. You just don't know when to quit, do you, Jones? Ah, so cool. This is actually the prequel to uh, uh, Contagion. <laughs> what? They did a Matrix bit on this? I totally forgot. 100%. Oh, my God. <laughs> of course. It's 2001. You want this chain so bad? Damn. This is Lawrence Fishburne? That is, it doesn't even sound like Lawrence Fishburne. That's great. Oh. Oh no, that 11 year old has fake eyelashes. <laughs> Do you think if they would have did this movie again today, they would have given them clothes, like normal human clothes? No, it'd be like cool Marvel suits. 
Mm. Wait, what did he fall into? Citric acid? Alcohol. Alcohol. Oh, what? That easy? Drink up, boys. <laughs> I know, right? That's the moral of the story. Keep drinking Keep alcohol. drinking alcohol and you'll die. Yeah, That's a good throwback. I did not know that was Lawrence Fishburne wow. because uh, it doesn't sound like him. When, now that I see Atlantis, The Lost Empire here, I actually know that one of the best movies of 2001 was The Mummy Returns because my whole family vetoed my desire to watch Atlantis to go watch The Mummy Returns, <laughs> which I'm really glad about now. But like, I was so pissed. Look at the Irish. That was a Disney original. Yeah, oh, yeah. Don't count. Mm-hmm. yeah Disney originals don't I, count. <laughs> I remember the end of that movie was like some big, there was like a big Irish spell by the leprechaun. And it was like, you can only get rid of them from the Lake of Ire. Uh, but since they were in Michigan and like Erie, it like, uh, counted. <laughs> Stretch. Boo. Yo, waking life. Yo, waking life day. is so good. <laughs> Blows my mind this every one. time. Waking I watch life? It. I've never. Christian, you would love this. What movie. is that? Here. Can you open that? I want to. You've never it's seen it? Linklater. It's like yeah. Philosophers. It's Philosophers. It's a Richard yeah. Linklater movie. D- Philosophers philosophizing, and then they animate over it. I want to be the white boy who brings up Royal Tenenbaums. I did not know it came out in 2000, <laughs> and that is my one of my favorite films. That's a good one. But that you. film, specifically, Luke Wilson's character in that film is probably one of my favorite characters <laughs> in the movie. The thing I'll say about Wes Anderson is at least, and why I have so much respect for him, is because he established his style with Royal yeah. Tenenbaums and has mm-hmm. not backed down from that at all. Mm-mm. Like he is, yeah. and he now I think knows that people are like, okay, he has a specific style, but like, he's just unapologetic. Like, he's like, this is me. Then if yeah. you don't like it, don't come see my fucking movie. And like, if you look at his movies before that, like Bottle Rocket, like it wasn't like that at all. It right. was just a true, it was just a normal indie film. What was the other one right before Royal Tenenbaums? It was Rushmore. Rushmore, thank you. I don't think I've ever seen Rushmore. Rushmore, yeah. Rushmore is the one where you're like, oh, okay, now he has... Now that he made Bottle Rocket, he has he has the budget to like start making his own. Yeah, do what he really wants to do. Cool. The funny thing cool. about Rushmore is that he has Bill Murray in a lot of his films, but he mm-hmm. Bill Murray really does play more of a cameo in most of his films. But his best film, his best Wes Anderson film, is Rushmore because he plays mm. such a pivotal character, and he's got some great Bill Murray moments in that film. Like That's true. And it's one of those films that that character doesn't need any comedy. He's so subtle in his comedy because he 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 projects his jokes through the lines or whether it's physically he, it's written like a boring old man, but he just he's just so funny in it. I love I love Bill yeah. Murray in that movie. What's one of your guys's favorite director to actor long lasting relationships? You know how like a lot of directors keep around the same yeah, yeah, yeah. actors. Yeah, like the Bill Murray Wes Anderson Murray, is Wes definitely Anderson. up there. Yeah, you got Chris Nolan and all sorts of actors. I'll watch anything with uh, yeah. I'll watch anything with Tim Burton and Johnny Depp. Tim Burton, Johnny Depp. That's, uh, a, good yeah, that's a good one. I like um, Richard Linklater and Ethan Hawke. They've done a ton. That's a good together. one, yeah. especially because Ethan Hawke is so okay in so many of his other movies right and yet every time he's in a richard linklater movie it's just he they fucking just know, it. yeah they know it so well just because i love all their films i have to say paul thomas anderson and daniel day lewis oh yeah that's a good one too because they've they've done three just about three but mm-hmm. just because every single one has just been how are they not missed one you know what i mean paul thomas anderson did phantom thread right mm-hmm. yeah. phantom thread there will be blood 
I was gonna say Lincoln, but that's a uh, Spielberg. Spielberg yeah. Well, Spielberg and Tom Hanks have 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 a great uh, chemistry Spielberg together. Too. That's a good. Like one they too. have every time they do a film together, it's just yeah. it, they just knock it out of the park. Yeah. Paul Paul W S Anderson and uh, Mila Jovovich. Oh. <laughs> um, um, Tarantino uses a lot of you know Tarantino yeah. and Samuel L. Jackson is probably a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. you can say you can say any director and Samuel. Jackson. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> like Look at how like, much Paul W.S. Anderson and Mia, Mila Jovovich have done together. Monster Hunter. That's a good point. Wow. <laughs> All the Resident, Resident Evils. Evils. Yeah, it's just mostly Resident Evils. <laughs> I think they're married. I was going to say uh, Judd Apatow and Katherine Heigl. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Night's nice Tale. Tale. So Night's Tale is a just classic. Re- just rewatched Night's that like a, two months ago. So fucking good. It's yeah, it's so a good film. And the funny thing is, when you see it, you look. It looks like it's gonna be like a, I don't know, like a comedy, or it looks like it's like what's that movie where Martin Lawrence Black Knight? Black, or it, Black like, Knight. Oh, um, so good. It, it looks like it's supposed to be like a modern day comedy that takes place in the 18th century or 17th century. No, this is this is a with, legit with contemporary music. Exactly. Yeah, this is Bowie. a legit medieval film because it's 2001. Every film, whether it was medieval or or in the future, it was cool. It had like this surfer guy kind of aspect to it. By the way, is, is no one going to bring up Joe Dirt? Yeah, no. Yeah, I saw it. Joe I saw it on the list. Right. <laughs> it's funny. I saw it on the list. Holy shit. Spider-Man 1 with Tobey Maguire, yes. 2002. I just recently watched what that. What an awakening that film that, was, dude. That movie changed my life. I mm-hmm. became such I that I became such a Spider-Man Not joking, fan. Right? No, no, no. Wow. I still have I have a Spider-Man book somewhere in this apartment. There was something about that movie. I don't know if it was uh what's the director? I always forget his name. Sam uh, Raimi. Sam, I don't know if it was Sam Raimi. I don't know if it was the soundtrack. I don't know if it was Tobey Maguire. Because they made superhero movies before that. They had X-Men. They had Blade. They had... Uh, Batman. Superman. What the fuck are you talking about? But, but <laughs> Spider, that first Spider-Man movie, I think, I really think did open up this idea to make more superhero films. I could get behind that, yeah. That well, one it went was, from like... A, it was like if, if... It was as if video games went from 2D to 3 from 2D to 3D. The thing about that Spider-Man movie was that it it was the first film that you f- that you saw that felt like the comic book, which I thought was great. But yes, uh, who's got the who's got the fire truck? What's going on? Hold for fire truck. Rain of fire. Rain of fire. With a um, Rain of fire. Underrated the, the dragons. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, dragons. Bald ass uh, Bald McConaughey. Christian Bale and Gerard Butler. The movie Signs with Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix changed my life, but not For in a sure. good way. That that was the first film that I watched that I I I literally no joke for 3 months I could not sleep mm. in my bed. I could not. Uh, interesting. It scared the shit out of me. Uh to this day I can't look out a window without being like there's not going to be any fucking alien on that roof. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's the for me it's the um birthday video. The birthday video, till this day, scars me. I want to rewatch that. I don't think I've seen it since 2002. Uh, Treasure Planet, that was the first character as like a 12-year-old being like, when I'm an actor in the future, I'm going to play that. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that's a fun. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Nice. That's awesome. That was um, The Mummy. That was The Mummy for you? Yeah. You wanted to be Brandon Fraser? I wanted to be Brandon Fraser. 
I wanted to, I wanted to be Brendan Fraser, but also I was like, I'm probably more of a Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> more of a Jonathan. That was, uh, that was um, the brother, the British brother. Wait a second. Wait a second. Men in Black 2 came out in 2002. They should have called it Men in Black 2002. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A Walk to Remember. And... Oh, A Walk to Remember. That was the first romance I saw that I was like, oh, maybe I like rom-coms. There's now. a song in the side. And then she dies? That's what I learned about uh, leukemia. That movie was a big like wake-up call. I think that was where I first heard the word leukemia. leukemia. Yeah. Like, what yeah. is that? Holy shit, Pluto Nash. Pluto Nash. <laughs> that was the last movie that... Uh, Eddie Murphy made before he just like was gone for like 10, 15 mm-hmm. Years. Mm-hmm. Norbit. Norbit, uh, Norbit was the that one that Norbit. he made after. I think that was the last one he did was Norbit, yeah. Wait, wait, he'll go back to comedies because Death to Smoochie is fantastic. And yeah, so was, is the new guy. That was the definitely guy, one that of movie was funny. Stealing yeah, Hardware was pretty funny too. Clock Stoppers. Yo, that funny story. Good. The actress that's in Clock Stoppers plays ruby's mom on on my block and oh, she what? was my like one of my first hugest crushes oh, and then well that was yeah. on no way. i didn't meet her until the premiere of season one and i was like why does she look like the woman of my dreams and i was like oh because paula garces is the woman of my because dreams. she Love was paula. she's the, she's the mom she's like ruby's she's ruby's mom, mom. Yeah. i think of her as a vanessa and harold and kumar harold and kumar yeah yeah well, tell her that we all thought she was great in Clockstoppers. Clockstoppers? <laughs> which is directed by Jonathan Frakes, which is hilarious. He does, like, Star Trek. Just a shit ton of Star Trek. That is so funny. The Tuxedo, Big Trouble? The Tuxedo. The Tuxedo, the tuxedo was, cool. was, was the first Jackie Chan movie where we said, uh-oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, he's going to start doing movies where he... Where it's just him and a hot person, and like Rush Hour, all the way up to Shanghai Noon was legit because it's like, oh, he's like a guy who can do all of these things Mm -hmm. in a fun story. The tuxedo is like cash grabbing, like generic spy story, and Mm -hmm. we need a reason Jackie Chan has skills. Are we ready for two thousand three? Are we ready for two thousand three? That's the question daredevil oh daredevil with and hulk and the league of extraordinary gentlemen terrible year for superhero i, I just recently uh re-watched swat it's on netflix but it was only under one condition in most of these movies it just reminds me of one specific thing and it reminds me of a Jimi hendrix song crosstown traffic that they play in the montage of them training and like every time i hear that song i think swat so i remember flipping through netflix and i and i'm like all right, I'll watch the trailer, and if Crosstown Traffic is in the trailer, I'll watch it. And, and I hit it, it, and it immediately goes to that song, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm watching this movie. I think that might have been the first Jeremy Renner movie I saw. Yeah, I, I, I forgot the twist at the end, and I was like, oh, fuck yeah, Jeremy Renner. That's funny. That's that's the 12th uh, Samuel Jackson movie I saw. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. Shanghai Nights, one of the most woke Asian movies. Yes, I, I got to watch. Early 2000s. Shanghai Nights. Okay. X2, amazing. Just Johnny like fucking English. God damn it. Johnny English. <laughs> these these are good. This list is good right this here. This is a good Italian year. job. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. The rundown. Sorry. All right. Maybe it's pretty hit or miss here. Too fast, too furious. 
the medallion see another one of those mm-hmm. jackie chan movies where it's like why can't it just be a fucking jackie chan movie oh shit biker boys that wanted to be fast and the furious like boys. boys oh dude Is this i one remember with Ice that movie yeah they go into tunnel vision <laughs> i remember the tunnel vision scenes Holy shit, I loved this movie. See, oh, Gina Prince by the wood produced it, which makes sense why it's so black heavy. This cast right now would be amazing. Very black cast, Kid Rock. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. Dante Basco. Oh, Rufio. Rufio. My king. Biker boys. Yeah. Biker boys. Biker boy. Terrence Howard. That is that is not Terrence Howard. Wait, go back. That does not look. That looks like the doppelganger of Terrence Howard. It's like, what the fuck is that? It's his. It's his wax figure that they had to like redo. No, not even, dude. That is like that is like Baron's Howard. That is not Terrence Howard at Terrence all. Howard. Wait, click on that. That does not look like Terrence Howard. That looks like Terrence. That looks like Terrence you, Howard. Bro. If you look long enough. You know, it's the fedora. (laughs) fedora. He is a fascinating person. You guys know that he like came up with his own system of math and whatnot. I mean, I don't think it really works, but is it like a, yeah, is it like a dumb system? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like that's what think when's the last time you've seen Terrence Howard in a movie? I mean, this is why he hasn't been in the business in a while. Yeah. Yeah. It was Iron Man. And it's and Don Cheadle uh, replaced him, right? Mm -hmm. Because he was a fucking nut. Terrence Howard is a fucking nut. Boys. Kill Bill was great. Kill Bill was great. House of the Dead was not not that great. Wow, 2003 was a weird year, man. Freddy versus Jason, Oof, of course it would yeah. be 2003. Yep, that's yep. peak 03. That makes sense. That's when I moved to Miami. And uh, yep, Infernal Affairs. You guys should watch the first one. That's the one that Departed is based on. Is the OG Departed? Oh, School of Rock. That's a great one for 2003. That movie. That movie is still big today. That's another Richard Linklater movie. Richard Linklater did School of Rock? He did do School of Rock. Whoa. Yeah. That is my lesson for the day. No way. And when you watch it as an adult now, you can tell because the movie is his only, is the only movie he did through the studio system. And the entire script is basically about how shitty the studio system. No way. This is this is a guy who did Boyhood. <laughs> yeah, two thousand three was such a weird year for film. Yeah, because it was fucking. This we're getting into like post nine eleven era where it's like, mm. what? Who are we? What are we making? Let's finish it off with two thousand four. Why not? Uh, speaking of Osmosis Jones, there's Shark Tale. Oh, there it is. This is the one. At, At the, the car, car wash. wash. Wait, I'm sorry. Martin Scorsese was in Shark Tale? Yeah, yeah. And they give him big eyebrows. Day After Tomorrow. Great movie. First Jake Gyllenhaal movie I, re- I remember thinking, that's a man named Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I have a funny story about taking lives. Um, Angelina Jolie and Ethan Hawke. <laughs> you do? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, that was the, that's the only movie that I um, bought from Blockbuster. <laughs> uh because they wouldn't rent it they wouldn't rent it to me because i was underage but the guy didn't wouldn't care if i paid more money to buy it and that was the sex scene in that movie was all i watched for about two, two years yeah yeah taking lives man on fire another movie that proves that mexico for some reason is always tinctured yellow and yellow <laughs> yeah that's how you know it's mexico the perfect score. You guys remember this one? I loved this movie. Oh, where they try to get all S-A-T, the ET- S-A-T. SAT. And then there's the stoner, stoner Asian guy. guy yeah. I was like, nice. <laughs> yeah. I can be that. I aspire to be that. 
Oh shit, the Punisher with Travolta. <laughs> oh my god. god. Also, Anchorman. Did you guys mention that? Anchorman is fantastic. Yeah, that's I, a good. That was a good. Movie. I always, I saw, I saw, I would see people like like Johnny Depp, um, Benicio del Toro, and stuff like that. I'm like, that's probably what I could do. But then I would always watch Jim Carrey or Will Ferrell and be like, that's what I want to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Troy. Troy was a great one. Troy. Wow, the original Incredible is very cool. 2004. The Incredibles t-shirt was the first shirt that I wore ironically ever. Really? <laughs> in like middle school when when everyone was like all about G-Unit and shit, mm-hmm. which was like, obviously I was like trying to be in that too. Everyone was wearing like Hollister and like yeah. Eric Henry Finch. You're like, I'm going to wear an Incredibles I would wear the t-shirt. Incredibles t-shirt under shit. As a joke. And then people would be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> la- laughing is yeah, good. I'm, I'm cool. Was that your, that was at the inception of, of, of Funny Virgil? Um, 2004, yeah, probably. Seventh, was that seventh grade? Mm-hmm. Is that when comedy started to enter your system? Yeah, yeah, because it was sixth grade was the worst year of my life socially. Really? And then I made Fred Jordan laugh in math class in the beginning of seventh grade because I had just started watching The Daily Show mm. like regularly. And Fred Jordan was the most popular kid. And suddenly I became one of his best friends. That's awesome. And I said, yeah that's that's funny that i started watching late night around that time too but that's when conan o'brien was on late night that's when i started watching conan back in like oh four i always wanted to be the funny kid uh i never had the bravery to do it until i met chris oh hell yeah well, True story. I love that. I love that. That's awesome. Thanks, Chris. Oh, i know right i fucked it up comedian great i love that well, I think we've covered plenty of movies. I think I think we've I think we've done we've done literally four years of. We movies. sure have read a lot of titles of movies. I think we're done with the films, but I want to ask a few more questions about movies. This is a new question I have. So, what's a film that you guys have gone back to and watched more specifically as a kid that you've gone back to watch like after maybe twenty years and you're like, wow, I forgot how good this was. Mm, Jungle Book, <laughs> the the '90s live action one. Oh. But not because it's like, oh, that's right. Not because it's like really good. I didn't know it was by Steven Summers who did The Mummy. And when you watch The Jungle Book, it's like got a lot of the similar vibes, mm. except it's like slightly more for kids. So I really enjoyed that. Was it? But it was it based off of the film? Because I hear the the actual book is very different. Um, it's it's kind of got its own. It's definitely got its own thing going. Okay, it's like loosely. Because he's like a, he's like Tarzan Mowgli. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, if anyone wants to read it, I have. I have oh, the original. A hundred-year-old edition of all of oh. Rudyard Kipling's. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Where'd you get that? Um, just some like random bookstore. I found it. Is it as racist as people say it is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he very much is a uh, colonial apologist, but colonial. Yeah. <laughs> but he also, for the time, does say some shit that's like legit. Well, yeah, I just recently watched rewatched Spider Man, and I was just like, "This holds up really, really well as a super a superhero film." Yeah, that is a great movie. It, it is really good. Like even with like the graphics and like the story of it, it's it's such an entertaining movie. It really is. You know what's not as old as you're probably like initially thinking, but I just watched The Dark Knight Rises again. Oh, same. For the first time since like maybe around the time it came out, he really nailed exactly what was about to happen in the U.S. Yeah, like moment to moment, like. Oh, he fucking nailed that movie. And we just mm-hmm. weren't ready for a communist socialist movie. Is it closer that I, I, I can't remember if I was talking about this with you, Verge, but uh, 
Tom Hardy in that movie. Bane is closer to Bernie Sanders than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rewatching it, I was like, oh, this is kind of like what Bernie Sanders is. Saying. It's a completely. <laughs> Yeah, it's basically like how it is in Cuba. Like everyone's gonna get have the exact same policy. Yeah. Everything's the same. And the ending is the same. The ending is the same as Endgame, because Endgame is also a socialist and communist movie. They're just not wrong. I heard this NPR and this guy was arguing that if it wasn't for superhero movies, Trump wouldn't have happened. And I'm like, fuck yeah. Like rewatching Civil War. Yeah. You're like, shut the fuck up, Captain yeah. America. What are you talking about? Yeah. Trump is like <laughs> Captain America. <laughs> like, sign the goddamn treaty. <laughs> yeah, like, sign the goddamn treaty. Yeah, Captain America is over here like, this is America, and we have our choice to be whoever we want. <laughs> like, what the fuck? We have to fight for our right as Americans. Also, very, I don't want to stem away. I can't remember. What's the, who's the actress who just got kicked off Mandalorian? Oh my God, Gina Carano. I, I wanted to talk I about this want to talk because... about it too. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been reading a lot of just like the interesting side of it all. And I don't know where I stand yet. Her viewpoints, I don't agree with, but the debate that it sparked up, I think is really interesting. Like I, I, I the one that keeps sticking out to me is somebody said like, being being a conservative is like being a Jedi nowadays to what is it like to the new order. And I was like, I see where you're coming from. I, I see your point of view, <laughs> but no. <laughs> the thing is, it's, it comes down to me to, it's like, it's Disney's choice. And, and people, people think that, that in their heads, whether they're going to watch it or not is decided by Disney's choices and casting and shit, where it's like, or you can just not watch those yeah. things. You can choose what you consume if you want. If you want, <laughs> if you'd like, hard. if it's not being shoved down your throat. Yes, the the fun, interesting part of it is how Disney has just kind of basically become the empire. So all the star, make all the Star Wars movies you want that promote anti-empire, but you're still the empire. <laughs> you're not yeah. the rebellion. That's the craziest thing. Like since like like Rogue One. Yeah, yeah. Rogue One is like an Islamist movie. <laughs> It's like a it's like a Muslim movie. Absolutely. And Endgame is a is a, Con, a socialist, socialist communist movie. Yeah. And yet it's run by Disney. And yet I love how you brought you brought back the Dark Knight. I never even thought of that. Or the Dark Knight Rises. I never even thought of it as like a socialist film. That is very true. That's why the people who play the villains in those movies are like like Bane in that film is like a smart Bane. He's a political yeah. Bane. He's not just like, oh, I'm just going to cause mayhem. He's more of a brain than he is Braun in that film. I mean, he'll fight if he has to, but he does more. He does more speeches in that movie than he does punch that's people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Here is another one. OK, what's a film that's been hyped up by society? But by the time you saw it, it was a huge letdown. Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Top Top Gun is the one. Ah, uh, see, I've never every, seen Top Gun. From the first time I watched it to the most recent time I watched it, every single fucking time, it's like, I don't get... Why do you think people like it so much then? I think it's just one of those, like, it came out at a time shit. Like, mm -hmm, think about yeah. the movies we talk about in the early 2000s. Like, the ones that exactly. we get excited about aren't... aren't Straight Garbanzo. <laughs> I don't think Shrek's going to be that popular in 10 years. Yeah. Uh, mine is, which I just watched recently for the first time and was very underwhelmed. Uh, the entire... and uh, Sorry. The entire Indiana Jones franchise. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, that's kind of like... I can't uh, agree with that. Not even a little thought bit. thought it was garbage. I even it was garbage. Crystal Skull. Oh, come on. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Mo dude. Williams wow. till I die. I got a good one. I got you guys all riled up. I had a good one. <laughs> yeah, Cancel me! I think Temple of Doom is the Temple worst. Temple of Doom is the worst. Is the worst of the four. I don't even, I don't even consider uh, Crystal Skull as one of them. It's a fun movie, whatever. The first one, there's right. the Ark of a Covenant. Fucking ghosts from biblical past come out. Motherfucker, exactly. like garbage. The best one of the three, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Raiders of the Lost Ark is great. It's fantastic. But the best one, I think, is Last Crusade. Last Crusade is really hard to beat, moment to moment. Mm-hmm. That's it true. With That's River cool. Phoenix doing the train, the train scene. It has like a two-minute prequel. It's great. But like at the same time, that movie is from start to finish very entertaining. It's got a, it's got a great arc. It's about uh, the fount of youth. It's about life and its existence itself. What they're fighting for is great. I think the action's great. It's a good movie. Yeah, Max, fucking bitch. <laughs> I like. Sorry, I won't speak up anymore. <laughs> he is a really terrible professor. I will. Yeah, say. right. He's bad at his He's job. He's bad at his job. Yeah, Max. Matt, you've been going through like some classics and shit. What else? Yeah. What other reasons can you give us to cancel you? The uh, the other one that I I don't I liked more. Uh, I'm so nervous to say it. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> um, the other one that I just. The other one that I finally just watched get it out now. that I had never seen before and I like held back purposely from watching it because it was like get, got people so pissed off. Um, I finally watched all the Back to the Futures. One is fantastic. Two and three are a complete waste of time. Two? Oh, oh my God. That's so funny because people, people say two is the best one. Two, two was, two was cool. uh, going, going to the future. That was cool. Three, it, it's the same. And I also watched it all in the same day. So it's the same exact movie it is the same exact movie two and three were shot within two weeks apart so oh were they okay but they literally cut and paste literally literally. (laughs) like they they never there was no gap between two and three like they literally just kept shooting but here's the thing though i'm a huge fan of the franchise i love back to the future they're some of my favorite films number three was made for the fans it was made by robert zemeckis as like this is for me this is i just want to make a western yeah i didn't like it it's just not as (laughs) no i know it's not it's just not it it doesn't have the same thrill as one and two you know what i mean one was great two was cool but then i was like it's the same the same exact thing is happening and then by the by the time three came around i was like yeah i know exactly what happens christ let me let me guess you don't like the terminator movies either um three is my favorite (laughs) Only because shit. that's what I had at the time. I've watched that. I've watched that one. Oh, 10, wait, have times. you never seen Terminator Two? That's the best. Terminator Two is the best one, but Terminator yeah, Three yeah, yeah. personal experience because I only had that one to rewatch in the early two thousands. So funny. Was, I love that. I love that. Julio, what's yours? Slumdog Millionaire. Oh, oh wow, really? that's a funny one. That's a great one. Why that one? I I don't know. I I, I watched like I just like I, I didn't care. <laughs> it's it's a it's a really well done movie i just didn't care <laughs> yeah. uh mine was actually rocky i remember seeing rocky for the first time a few like maybe a year or so ago and thinking this isn't a good movie i don't know why, so I don't why know the why. hype got so big for these specific movies so, like it's a good one but why is it a classic i think it's because they didn't have like as many other good movies at the time like straight that's up it was true. just like that's true <laughs> they didn't know any better it was just a sign of the time that's all it was i, I will say this that like as an actor I want to be in as many diverse movies as I 
can be, you know, with as many different directors. As a consumer, I have really shitty bad movie taste and I oh, and I like it. Like whenever there's like a oh man, there's a fantastic film you have to watch this. I'm like, I don't want to go see that. I don't want to go see the crappy movie. Yeah, and then you're like, <laughs> oh, there's a Fantastic Four film? Yes. <laughs> going to watch that one. Whenever me and Julio talk about film, the f- the amount of times that we reference Venom, <laughs> like it's just when movie theaters open again and they release all these incredible films that they, they've been waiting to release, I will be the first one to go watch Venom 2, okay? Yes. <laughs> we will be the first ones to watch Venom 2. Oh, absolutely. All right. What do you guys think? Another two hours? And then we'll call it a, call it a day? Yeah. What other shitty takes you got, Max? All right. (laughs) All right, gents. All right, guys. Well, everyone be good. Great catching up. Good session. And uh, we'll talk soon. Ciao. Deuces. Raiders of the Raiders. Raiders of the Zark. Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's fantastic. Because it's movies from the year 2000.